Now, from sadly losing her mother and manager to lawsuits being filed with her record label, music releasing potentially being on hold, falling out with her former stylist over disputing deserved credit for Vogue magazine, to allegedly being shot in her foot, being used as a political pawn, and now to being in a heated rivalry with her longtime best friend and to being accused of stealing designs for her Fashion Nova line. Sheesh. Let's get into Meg the Stallion's tumultuous last two years on her way to the top and how she has now, in my opinion, turned into the industry cash cow. Stay tuned for this episode of Rondell's Unpopular Opinion where some of her faves may get their feelings hurt in this one. Y'all. <laughs> oh man, yo, I don't even know how long this is gonna be. I don't even know. We, we gonna get into it because we got a lot to unpack, but I just wanted to say, hey. <laughs> and welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, everybody. Welcome to Anchor. Welcome to Apple. Welcome to Spotify. Welcome to whatever website that I'm streaming on because it's like 10 of them and I don't even know <laughs> all of them by name, okay? But shout out to you because like I always say, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate that and I appreciate you and make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell that friend about this podcast. Yes. Let's, let's unpack this. We gotta, I honestly, y'all, I don't know how long this podcast is gonna be because as you heard in the intro, it's a lot, right? A lot, a lot has happened. But I feel as though, you know, this is something that needs to be spoke on because <sighs> damn it, nobody is going to say it. Nobody's going to say it. Everybody is going to kiss this girl's ass. Everybody is going to kiss this girl's ass. And everybody is um, going to be on TikTok dancing to her songs. Everybody, you know, is going to be heading over to Fashion Nova to uh you know buy her clothes everybody is going to head over to spotify and apple music and stream her shit and um we just really need to get real about some things okay because honestly we gotta we gotta look at things for what they truly are and in my opinion all right what I'm seeing from Meg Thee Stallion is a young woman who um, has been through a lot. A young woman who um, probably has not had a chance to heal from a very traumatic experience such as losing a mother. All right. Especially when you're in your 20s and you're coming into your femininity your mom is very imperative and for her to lose her mom during that time in her life you know what she still is young she's i believe 25 now right it is is a big deal 
And it's also a big deal when your mom oversees your work, right? Your livelihood. And she's making very imperative decisions on your career, right? And then this person is gone. So a lot of people like to sit and they like to state, well, don't bring up her mother. Her mother is not here to defend herself and why everybody keep talking about her mother, her mother, her mother. When Jay Prince brought up her mother, everybody was upset. But I'm here to tell you that the loss of Meg's mom is imperative. How are we going to sit here and act like that it's not? How are we going to sit here and say that, you know, the loss of her mom had nothing to do with how everything else in her career panned out or played out? Because I'm I'm sure that if Meg Thee Stallion's mother was alive today, that everything that has happened over the last, I'm going to say 18 months in her career, probably wouldn't have went down the way they went down. I'm sorry. Okay. This is why you have momagers like, um, Bow Wow, his mom was managing his career. This is why you have Ashanti's mom managing her career. You know, this is why this, this is why, because you know, the industry is nothing but, you know, full of nothing but vultures ready to just, you know, grab, grab and, and scab and pick and do whatever they need to do to get a meal. Right. And Meg the stallion, in my opinion, has become uh prey in my opinion, she's been preyed upon. And a lot of people who are sitting back watching things unfold don't want to admit that. But that shit to me, honestly, in my opinion, is a fact. And the industry knows that not only when you don't have a manager, right? But when that manager is your mother, right? They know that the individual that was overseeing and making all of the imperative decisions on your career from the heart, okay? They know that not only are you hurting and that you're suffering from a loss, they know that for one, you're vulnerable, you're desperate in a sense because you need a manager, right? You need someone who is gonna be well-versed and knowledgeable, strategic, experienced to make decisions for your career that mimicked what you already had before. Now, you'll never get that again because they're not going to be mom. You feel what I'm saying? They're not going to be mom. They're not going to look out in your best interest like mom would but you will want someone who is going to be the successor to pick up the pieces managerially in your career and literally be able to push the car forward, right? To, to, to push it forward and to continue to make moves and continue to ascend your career, right? So the industry knows that 
Meg Thee Stallion was vulnerable. They knew that Meg Thee Stallion was hurting, that Meg Thee Stallion needed to grieve that. They knew that Meg Thee Stallion was, you know, pretty much open season. Open season. And when you are open season, okay, and when you're left vulnerable, you also have the door open for people to come in and to take advantage of you for people to come in and to manipulate you for people to come in and deceive you for people to come in and basically state that we can offer you anything and everything that will take you to the next level that this is what your mom would have wanted you to do right manipulate you this is what i believe happened with her okay and um, when people say that her mom needs to stop being brought up, no, the common denominator to why maybe a lot of things played out the way they played out is due to the lack of foundation or the lack of unsteady foundation, right? Because our parents... And our matriarch and patriarchs are the foundation. And when that only not contributes only in our personal life, but in our professional life, how are we going to build on solid ground when they are no longer here? And I don't have all the tools equipped to ascend, right? Because I depended on, on the foundation for everything. So... You know, I'm going to be quite honest with y'all. I've been seeing a lot of things and it took a lot for me to really, you know, come to the decision on whether or not I was going to do this podcast. But I really had to sit back and think about everything that has transpired with Meg Thee Stallion. And honestly speaking, I see her going way too fast and she's bound to hit a wall. Okay. And I don't believe that her fans really do honestly have her best interest in at heart. I believe that she is a cash cow. She is a puppet. Um, she's making a lot of people money. She's making a lot of people feel good. Um, people are enjoying her, enjoying her aesthetic, enjoying her music enjoying the money that she's putting in their pockets and they're not sitting back and thinking that this child needs help i'm calling her child because she's young but this young woman needs help this young woman needs to grieve this young woman is under a lot of pressure this young woman has a lot of people in her ear this young woman may have people around her that may not really be for her this young woman has people around her influencing her decisions that may not be within her best interest. This young woman may not have a lot of her day ones around her anymore due to falling outs or to death or what have you, whatever the circumstances are. But as long as she makes us dance, and as long as we can do a challenge on TikTok or Instagram, 
right? As long as she's making us money, as long as we can use her as a political pawn to get hot girls out to go and vote, right? It's all good. No, no. It's, it's, it's honestly really crazy. And then when these stars come out or these music artists more specifically come out and start doing crazy things and doing crazy shit, then it's like, we want to know what happened or what went wrong. Right? Michael Jackson made a lot of people money. Right? But nobody could, nobody could slow Mike down. Right? Cause Mike was, was, was great aesthetically to look at. Mike was doing Pepsi commercials. Mike was making a lot of people money. Mike was making a lot of his, his fans feel good. But then when he started turning himself into literally a white woman, then it, it's like, oh, what happened? What went wrong? What was psychologically going on with Mike, right? I'm telling you, these artists are gonna, these artists, these new mainstream artists ain't really that much different from the artists that came before them. And to me, honestly speaking, I don't think that they're able to see it because they're so caught up in the moment right now of the prime of their career. But this is an industry that will use you up and spit you the fuck out. Okay. So I do believe that the loss of her mother is very, very pivotal. Right. And, and moving forward, uh, the, the loss of her mom left open season, right. For mass manipulation to come in and basically put bugs in her ear, telling her that the foundation that her mom left out for her was not a solid one. And then she went and filed the lawsuit against her, her, her record label, right? 1501. Now y'all can say what y'all want to say about 1501, but here's what a lot of things that just didn't make sense to me when I sat back and thought about what took place with 1501. All right. When Meg decided to essentially part ways with 1501 right what i'm not understanding was why initially when meg the stallion left she left 1501 with t ferris i think that's his name why would she leave with t complain about the contract that her mom negotiated for her which I mean, hey, if TLC had the, the, <laughs> if TLC, the group had Meg the Stallion's contract, they would have been way better off. Okay. Cause remember Lisa left out Lopez broke it down for you. How the, the top female group could sell 10 million records and still be fucking broke. Okay. So if TLC was able to have, if a lot of artists was able to have, the deal that Meg the stallion had, they would have been a freaking okay. All right. Especially the ownership to the masters. Um, I looked further into the contract where she was, it was even more an, an itemized breakdown. I think the max Meg was getting, depending on what the, the gig was, it was 70%, right? But all in all, yes, it was a 360 contract. Now with 360 contracts, you already know who's getting a bulk 
of the pie, right? Even if it doesn't even involve music, these people are making money off of you, all right? I'm not understanding how, all right? Meg Thee Stallion left with T. Ferris to go over to management with Rock Nation. Now, mind you, she did think that she was signed with also another independent label, which was three, 300 Entertainment, which I don't know why, because uh, Liar Cohen over there, we all know what happened with Lu Lupe Fiasco and what happened, how they blackballed, uh, blackballed him. So again, I don't understand why these new artists are not learning from the ones before them and why do they think that things are going to be different with them but to each his own right what i'm not understanding is why would make the stallion leave with t ferris get mad at call okay go off on call but go over to rock nation with t ferris when t ferris was the one who wrote the contract and negotiated it with her mother why would you go and tell the lie on IG and to the press and on a breakfast club how you was 20 years old and how you didn't really know what you were doing or you tried to insinuate you were underage when you signed this fucking contract knowing damn well you was 22 years old. You was a grown woman capable and competent of reading, okay? All it would have took was some reading comprehension, some lawyers and your mom and you could have you could have deciphered it from there but your mother as jay prince said did the right thing because you have artists now who were slave to the machine and don't own anything of their artistic content you were coming out with at least your masters and 40 percent and then you want to get mad at the money guy <laughs> And go over with the guy who actually authored the contract to another management label because they have the money in the machine and their parent company is Live Nation, right? And you want to still partner with 300 because they're essentially uh, parented by Warner, uh, Warner Music Group, right? They got the machine behind them to really get you and perpetuate your career to the next level. However, you haven't fulfilled the contract with 1501. It's, it's, it's crazy to me. Meg Thee Stallion did not deliver an album on 1501 before she started basically having Rock Nation lawyers bully Carl Crawford, okay? And to be quite honest with you, Carl Crawford had every right to get Jay Prince involved to get some muscle behind him because Meg had some muscle behind her. Okay? He needed somebody who knew the business. And not only knew the business. But was respected out in the street. To not fuck with him. This dude is a baseball player. A retired LA Dodger. What the fuck does he know about the music industry? He just has the money to push the artist. So for Meg to really try to act like. She was independent on some young MA shit right like she invested her money in real estate and in entrepreneurship and put it back into the music you didn't do that you didn't do that you have a machine behind you which was called because he was the money at the time right and you still did not fulfill the contract why did you go ahead and 
go after call you went after call because you knew call was ignorant to the industry you went after call because call was easy was an easy target and rock nation knew that call was an easy target that he was easy to intimidate because he's the mlb baseball player who now all of a sudden thinks that he knows music or thinks that he knows music contracts so you ganged up on him with rock nation and I'm pretty sure if your mom wasn't alive, it wouldn't have went down like that. Okay? So I'm not understanding how. You and T. Ferris could just up and leave because you just feel like something is wrong with the contract. Or you want to renegotiate and rewrite your contract. And if you don't get your way, now you're going to legally bully them, legally bully him to do so when you signed on the dotted line. It's crazy to me. And like I said, it, it wouldn't have went down. Now we fasten forward to now, right? Where you got this incident where, you know, with Tory and you had that with supposedly, uh, supposedly, allegedly he shot her in a foot. You got him making albums about it. You have this incident over where it happened at a Kylie Jenner house. And now you have the best friend here stating her piece, stating her story through a diss record. I, I'm, I didn't heard the diss record. Like I told you on the last, uh, the last podcast, but I actually was really reading into the lyrics, you know, it's just, it's, it's honestly really just crazy that one minute, you know, you got Kylie Jenner in the video. Y'all was all good. But something clearly happened that you leaving out. That now all of a sudden with this new Good News album, you done got Black China, you know? And what's this chick named? Jordan Woods, her ex-best friend in your video now. And we not supposed to think that's not shady. You got black designers out here stating that they know you, you know them, you know their work, and all of a sudden their work is ending up in your Fashion Nova lines, your Fashion Nova partnerships, you know, and the, the, the stylist feels as though, the fashion designer feels as though that is her design, and you're completely dismissive about it, but then... Your team also has you pushing the protect black women narrative. I really don't understand how people, especially her fans, are not understanding that Rock Nation is the common denominator to all of, if not, they're involved in pretty much predominantly 95% of the bullshit when it pertains to Meg Thee Stallion. Meg Thee Stallion can never just release music. Meg Thee Stallion can never just release something or have some or some piece of work out without it being some fucking controversy. And before it was not like that. She was gaining traction. She was um, getting damn near, I think, what, $100,000 a, a show? You know, and then all of a sudden... Um, partnering with Tory Lanez because Tory Lanez was successful on quarantine radio. Nobody was booking shows like that. Now all of a sudden they all key, key, he, he, 
you know it's just it's it's crazy to me that every situation that involves her involves somebody from rock nation now a lot of people state well well where do you get that from with the whole situation with kelsey because i treat the situation with kelsey and tori as two different completely separate separate situations because i feel as though it is very sad to see best friends fall apart women especially fall apart you know um before the success and before the fame they they can't sustain uh their their sisterhood that is that is uh very telling you know and you got to look at all contributing factors now i heard the diss track and like i said in the previous podcast that i uploaded i had stated that there was a line in kelsey's diss track where she stated that des told her if she didn't keep quiet that they were going to release a sex tape on her right so now you got kelsey the best friend stating that right and des if she's talking about desiree perez the ceo of rock nation i mean it's not far-fetched but i'm assuming that she is right so let's say that she is and now you have you know tori lanes stating that rock nation called him three days after the so-called event right and then we have the situation with 1501 it is just like i I mean ever since rock nation has been involved it just seems to be some shit okay it seems to be some shit um and it's just, it, it's just like, it never fails. It's always like, what now? What's happening now? You know? Now, I wholeheartedly stick to what I said a few months ago that if Tory Lanez actually did do something to her, he needs to be held accountable for that, right? But what we can't endorse, put it that way, what we can't endorse is hypocrisy. We can't uh endorse mean girl behavior right we can't now when it comes to what happened the night of the so-called incident with kylie jenna at kylie jenna house i believe that there are some things that are not being said i believe the whole story is not being told on all parties and on Meg's part, uh, part as well, I don't believe Meg is being completely honest because nobody is stating what the argument was initially about. Everybody wants to glance over the fact that there was an argument, but nobody wants to talk about what the argument was about. And I believe the reason why they don't want to talk about what the argument was about is because they don't want to look bad. They don't want to look bad, but you know what? The truth is definitely going to come out and what don't come out in the wash definitely does come out in the rinse. All right. But it is just honestly, like it really is crazy. Really, really is crazy. You're out here. You're claiming demon time. You out here 
getting into fights that I don't even think a lot of people even caught that, but I believe that she was also involved in an incident where she basically was drunk and was fighting um, someone at Cardi B's birthday party. JT from the City Girls was involved in that. You know, you out here, you using Alice in Wonderland theme, you know, references in your videos, going down really dark uh, creative lanes, you know, and it's just like, you can definitely see the difference in Meg the Stallion from a year ago to now, all right? A year ago, it was, oh, we know her, she's cute, she's tall, she's thick, but Cardi B is still, you know, top reign right now, right? But now, it's, they're on equal playing fields now. Now, we got Beyonce, you know, co-signing you now. Now, we're getting Grammys with Beyonce now. Or rather, Grammy nominations now, right? So, it's just like, everything is strategic. Everything is all about a money grab. And I honestly believe that Meg is just one of those artists who feels as though, like Cardi B, they have to make it by any means. And I don't think that she realized that things were going to happen as fast as they happened, you know, as of recent, because I know she was grinding, but I mean, as far as the success just coming back to back from the Grammy nominations to the huge collabs to the fashion overline. So... This is what I'm saying about machines pushing you, having influence, and you do see the difference in the music from when she was basically over with uh, Rock Nate, not, excuse me, when she was over with Call at 1501 and, you know, with 300 as a separate independent label to having someone as commercialized as rock nation you can definitely see the difference in the creativity and the deals and and basically even on down to the appearances on where she appears now right because she's literally everywhere from snl to um vogue you name it you see her all right and that is due to the work of the commercialized machine known as rock nation managing her now okay but honestly speaking if i were meg i'll be asking myself will this all be worth it in 15 20 years from now you know because sometimes we get so caught up in the moment that we can't see uh the longevity aspect of things and is it going to be worth it when a lot of your relationships are now soured is it going to be worth it when, um, you know, Rock Nation is pretty much done with you? When the industry is done with you? You know, what is going to be the next move? Um, I don't know. It was just really, really crazy. Really, really crazy. But I do see a change in your girl. And I do believe that her fans just don't care. That they pretty much support, um anything she does even if she's wrong and and what she does it doesn't matter okay um they still will stick up for her instead of just calling her out on her on her bs and her bullshit and um 
it's just it's sad because enabling doesn't do nothing but uh, enable uh, enable the behavior to spiral out of control, right? It is just, you know, what good is it to gain the world but lose your soul? Signing your signing away your soul on these contracts. Sukiyana is another one, right? Who openly admitted that she did that. She has the world now, right? But that's all I got for this one, y'all. Like I said, hopefully, you know, I don't think I went too hard on her, you know? But I would love to see how this situation with Tori Lanez definitely plays out. I'm not really feeling how the situation with her and Kelsey is playing out. I don't like the fact that uh, Meg couldn't just state that, you know, Kelsey was not the one who physically harmed me. Leave her alone. Let me deal with her in private. Okay, because I do believe some things were going on that nobody really wants to talk about. I don't believe that the label, uh, no, now that much with Kelsey, I do believe. I do believe that the label doesn't even know the whole story. Um, but I do believe that Rock Nation is an influence on Meg when it comes to how she handled it. On how she handled Kelsey and how she handled Tori. All right. And like I said, everything is a money grab. That's the reason why, you know, the label and uh, management was down with putting that diss track on that album. Right. It, it just, it, it is what it is, yo, you know, but I don't, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I feel like she's going to hit a brick wall soon. I feel like she's going way too fast. And she definitely needs to slow it down. She needs to slow down. She needs to focus on herself. She needs to um, tap into her inner self. You know, there's too many people around her. There's too many people in her ear. You know, it's too much influence. And I don't believe it's all coming from a good place. I believe that it is some, some disingenuous people around her. Because she's a cash cow to them. She's a, a puppet. You know, but this is an industry that will use you now, make money off of you and throw you away. Look at R. Kelly. <laughs> you mean to tell me that people didn't know that his behavior was tumultuous, that his behavior, not to the extreme of, you know, Meg is not to that extreme, at least to my knowledge, right? Of course not. But you mean to tell me that there was not some inappropriate behavior or things that R. Kelly should not have been doing or things that he shouldn't have said and done that people in the industry knew about, but because he was making the money, they decided to let him do what it is that he was doing because he was lucrative, because he was a cash cow, because he was a puppet. And now they want to throw him away now when they all was either participants in the fuckery and the bullshit or they knew about it or they knew what he was doing come on come on all right if there's one thing that the industry will do is they will eat you up and spit you out all right but that's all i got for y'all on this one all right like i always say i love y'all y'all take care and y'all be well and this is not a bash session or i didn't want this to be a bash session i just wanted to you know, let people see what I saw from my perspective on how this young lady definitely does need help. And, um, you know, it's just, it's sad in my opinion, everything that's going on, uh, despite the, the accolades and success. 
all right but like i always say be well take care and enjoy all right enjoy uh the rest of whatever the holiday weekend <laughs> has in store for you all right it's sunday november the 29th so you know we're winding down most of us is going to go back to work on monday but y'all take care and y'all be well all right peace